to kick us off here on this episode, let's just talk about what happened uh, Monday night. Um, it was the Chargers and Jets, and uh, I would probably say that was one of the saddest games I've ever watched. Um, it was uh, a lot of um, defense, which was, was actually really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But, um, man, the Jets offense is terrible. It's so bad. I feel so bad for that, like for that team, um, because I like actually watching the defense. So that was probably the first Jets game I've actually watched this season. Even though the Eagles played the Jets, I didn't watch that game because I was in a corn maze. So I actually oh, watched right. the Jets play for the first time. Their defense is fun. Mm-hmm. That was really fun to watch, and they were all over the place. Um, but their offense couldn't help them at all. Literally, like. Like the first drives were like a punt, then a kick return for a touchdown, and then a punt and a fumble, fumble. Like there's there's some help that needs. Hopefully, Aaron Rodgers. Apparently, at the end of the game last night, he said to Dar- Darwin James uh, Jr. He asked, or Darwin James asked him, he's like, "So when are you coming back this season?" He said, "Yeah, give me a couple more weeks." Dang. And you're like. Well, there's also I saw a video of Rodgers. He threw a 50 yard. Yeah, he threw the ball 50 yards, you know, during warm ups or post game or whatever it was. And so, yeah, he's yeah, he's looking pretty good. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so th- these Jets. So the, this was a, a stat that was on on uh, ESPN. Um, they've had three offensive touchdowns in the last four games. Oh wow! All all of those touchdowns were one play drives. That's it. So like, it was a bomb. Yeah. So so there was like one. A Brees Hall. Uh, it, yeah. It was um I because I remember I remember against the Eagles they could not score a touchdown the whole game, but like they kept getting field goals and then Jalen Hurts threw that interception and they took the ball all the way down to like the seven, got tackled and then one play touchdown like handoff to Brees Hall. Um, but literally that's what's going on. Like it's, 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 this team could be really good. Like I can see it. Like I, I honestly, I was just like, Oh, they just need, like people say, Oh, they just need a quarterback. Oh, they just need a quarterback. Literally all mm-hmm. they need is a quarterback. Right, yeah. I, I couldn't like watching it last night was the first time I was like, Holy crap. They literally just need a quarterback right. and they would be a great team. Yeah. So, Hey, I mean, just find a quarterback. I actually I want to see Aaron, I want to see Aaron Rodgers come back just for this team just to see what happens because I think they'd be really good. Yeah, I think it makes things so interesting because one you have to you know if he comes back you have to count on the fact that he's going to be fully healthy or well, not let's say fully healthy but healthy in the sense that he's not going to be you know a uh, a negative thing you oh. know what I mean like he's you know yeah, what I mean I think, like, yeah I think you put him in, but I mean I think anything honestly is probably better than Zach Wilson I'm shocked they kept going with Zach Wilson. Like he, they, he made a he made a few good throws, but literally everything else was he looks like a deer in headlights. Mm. Well, at least last night. Well, like I, I looked seen him at in other the, games. I looked at the box score, and I saw he completed like thirty three percent or thirty three passes, which is a lot. Like thirty three passes in one game is a lot of passes completed. But I, I mean, were they all like checkdowns or what? Like most what? of them were checkdowns. Okay. Yes. Literally, he probably got five completions in the last drive, like in garbage time, dinking and dunking it off to Michael Carter. The whole time, he's just dinking and dunking it off to him. 
and he was getting two to three yards, maybe a play. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know who their backup is. Um, I mean, I know Zach Wilson is their backup, but. Yeah, I forget uh, who it is now. They should have went out to get somebody. Man, they should have got Josh Dobbs. Well, they could have. Yeah, I mean, but they're riding with Zach Wilson uh, in the midst of this, right? And so, you know, one week we have Zach Wilson out playing Patrick Mahomes, and he wasn't playing lights out that game, but, you know, he still outplayed Patrick Mahomes in that game. And then suddenly you have this, um, which, again, I didn't see any of it, but um, sure. well, he's not looking super great. Um, and, you know, we're saying about this team, they're quarterback away. And so it just kind of depends. Um, but that's the unfortunate thing about the, the the big unfortunate thing as a fan, like I don't have any horse in this race, right? Like I don't care if the jets are good or bad outside of the fact that, you know, I have a good friend, Kurt and I enjoy when my friends teams that do good <laughs> as long as it's not at the expense of mine. And the bummer as a fan is that th- this is a defense and a team that's constructed to really win football games and their ceiling is really high. Um, like as a football team, but the fact that they're so inconsistent at quarterback takes away from us being able to see what could be one of the better defenses that, that we've seen in the past some time. And so, because they're playing so good, but like a lot of defenses, you know, you can put up good numbers because your offense is playing well, right? Because your offense is able to stay on the field. They're able to keep the other team off the field. Therefore, your, your your defense allowing yards per game and stuff like that, the, the numbers can be inflated because your offense is good, right? Mm-hmm. This is the opposite. Their numbers are good. They're dominant. When you Even the eye test, like last night, everybody, I mean, you go online this morning. I went on for a little while. Everybody's talking about the Chargers defense, right? Um, because mm-hmm. of eight sacks and stuff like that. And it, impressive, no, no doubt. But when you watch the Jets defense, there's there's something different about them. Like it's easy to see they fly, they, they make good plays. They're sound. I mean, all, everything you want in a defense they're they're it. And the bummer again, to take it back to where I was going as a football fan, it's just a bummer to not see the full potential of what that team could be um, because of the quarterback position. And, and I think the defense has put in so many bad situations, literally the only, the two touchdowns that they, that they scored last night, the chargers, are because of our off turnovers for short fields. Oh, really? Literally, that that's it. Um, and yeah, then they had the, the, the off, punt the, return, the, right? The, yep, and the punt return. Mm-hmm. So literally, the the offense cannot. The the offense is hurting their defense. Like the defense is doing their bet, like doing everything they can. But the offense is what's putting them in terrible situations. Right. Which yeah, some like somebody's going to score a touchdown two out of ten times. I mean the CNFL, but. And Justin Herbert, he's no joke either. But again, they didn't like. He didn't look like the best quarterback. These quarterbacks mm-hmm. don't look very good against this Jet defense because it's really good, right? So yeah, and I don't I, know. again, going off the numbers, it's like you said. Like usually, you get what, what seven to ten offensive possessions a game, right? Maybe sometimes mm-hmm. more depending on the game. But when you have a bad offense, you may get more because you're going three and out so much, and it's so quick, yeah. you know, as opposed to I mean, look at what the Ravens did this past weekend, where yeah. they annihilate the Seattle Seahawks, and you know they kept the ball for like 42 minutes out of a 60 minute game, um, ran the ball for 200 and some odd yards, and just 
it's just a slow bleed. How do you beat that team, mm-hmm. right? That is so effective yeah. at just slowly milking this clock and holding the ball. And like, you know, I don't know. I didn't see how many possessions Seattle had, but I'm assuming they had very little because when they got the ball, they just didn't do anything with the ball. Hence why mm-hmm. they, you know, oh only God. had 18 minutes of, of time of possession, which is just awful. So sure. again, defense can, you know, the, the numbers can be inflated or deflated um, in, in different ways based on how the offense is performing. Sure, absolutely. So what's this about yeah, I mean, Salah's beard? <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, I didn't even I tried to look up a picture and I saw like. So he has a nice, you know, nice black beard. OK, I saw you know? I see like I think, a five o'clock that's shadow. Thing. That's like the thing, though, I feel like. Well, it's not. OK, yeah, it's not like big, big. OK, but it's like it's like it's black <laughs> so uh i need to get me one of those black beards yeah <laughs> um but they said pretty much the quote of the night is how is robert Sol? i'm pretty sure robert Sala's beard is going to turn gray <laughs> or that why how hasn't it turned gray because there's there were so many mistakes like penalties like false starts holdings like as a team it was offensively it was rough so, hey, I guess all you can do is go up, right? Yeah. So tell me about the Chargers defense. We're talking about the Jets a lot, and that's that's cool because obviously they're, again, like we just talked about, great defense. There's a lot to talk about there in New York. But yeah, um, that it looked like the Chargers defense balled out. Was it more so? Was that more so about how bad the Jets were or how good the no, Chargers that, were? The offensive the offensive line was pretty pretty tor- terrible as well. Um, but there was, I mean, I think there was a few reads that uh, Wilson could have got the ball out. There's a couple, there was one really bad sack that he just kept moving backwards and got got sacked um, pretty far behind the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, Bo- Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, and they right. they they came out. Apparently, I think um, uh, they said Joey Bosa, he's like the last four, two, two games, he's just turned it on. Um so, uh, so I don't know much about the Chargers. I was more yeah. paying attention to the to the Jets because um, they're intriguing, and the Chargers to me aren't. Yeah, well, I think the Chargers, not the Chargers, got lucky because they came out here and they won a game, right? They they came out here when they won the football game. But looking looking ahead at this game, like I was looking at the slate, and I was like, oh, dude, Monday night, Jets Chargers. If the Chargers lose this game, I think they dropped the what. They dropped to three and five. They would drop to three and five with Justin mm-hmm. Herbert at the helm. I felt like, dude, they're on the brink of all hell breaking loose dude, in he, LA. They showed, they showed his stats that, not including last night, his record, I believe, was 28 and 28 and 0 and 1 in the playoffs. But Justin he has, Herbert. Yeah, his numbers, he's like, with the first four years in his, in his young career, he's like tied for third in yards in this like in this span he's tied for second in like touchdowns or something like that the chargers so, got like, philip rivers again yep <laughs> and but he can't he cannot win he can't win right and i think that there's and a that, lot more than just him um but like sure. you can't you also can't make too many excuses for him right like dot they got the tackle ronnie stanley they drafted him right mm-hmm. they got the help on the offensive line i mean you cannot complain about the receivers she's got there um, like, oh, I mean, and, um, I know what's, it, uh, what's his name? Mike Williams uh, is out, but 
the other one. Quentin Johnston. No. Keenan Allen. There it is. Yeah. Keenan Allen got over 10,000 yards last night. Yeah, as I saw a, that. As a yeah. charger. Dude, that that pat, that catch was one of the sickest catches I've ever seen. It was a circus. It was it, like a it, spinneroni. He, he, he spun around, caught it with one hand as he's falling down, spinning his body and putting his second hand on the ball, then falling on his back. Oh, it was. If yeah. you haven't seen it, go, go look at it. It's one of the like, most incredible catches I've, I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it was impressive. Um, that was a sick catch. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, going back to Herbert and even this Chargers team, you know, where's the issue lie, right? Because I don't think it's Herbert. I mean, the no. the the skill set obviously is undeniable. You, it doesn't take long of watching Justin Herbert to realize he's got it. Um, yeah. Mentally, I think he's there too. There's been countless times where, you know, he gets the ball – Unfortunately, he gets the ball like 40 seconds to go to come lead his team down. You know, so many, I feel like every time I watch the Chargers, they get the ball with 40 seconds to go um, in the fourth quarter, down by a touchdown or whatever. And like that—that's literally his life. And so it's so hard yeah. to to do that. But you know, you can't. I guess where I'm getting at is we we can't make excuses for not not that anybody really is. But I don't feel like a lot of people are talking about this. The reality is he has the receivers that people would kill for. Um, he's got three first-round talents, right? Like with Mike Williams, uh, uh, Quentin Johnston, and who's been nowhere. He's been absolutely nowhere um, as being what was supposed to be the best receiver of this draft class. And then you have Keenan Allen, who he wasn't a first-rounder, but clearly he's you know a stud. And then... You know, Eckler, pro bowler in the backfield. Um, and then you got, again, I mentioned the offensive line. And then defensively, I mean, you got an all-pro and Derwin James on the back end. You signed J.C. Jackson on the outside that they traded away again. You got Bosa and, and Khalil Mack. And you just got, like, like where where do you – even the kicker. Let's go to the kicker. Cameron Dicker is a great kicker. And so it's like – yeah, so, like, top to bottom, the roster is there constructed to win football games. And yet they're sitting at, what, four and – Four and four now, is that what they're at? Yep. Five yep. five hundred, you know. I don't did they? I don't think they made it. I'm, I'm blanking on my memory, but they made the playoffs one year. It was not last year, right? Or is it last year they made the playoffs and then the year before that they lost? Or they they lost to the Raiders. Remember they lost to the Raiders in that Monday night game where if they would have tied, yeah, they would have both yes, made it to they, the playoffs. They didn't, yep, they didn't make it. I think that was that was two years ago. Was I that think. last year? I think it was two years ago. Okay, um, two years because ago. because the Raiders made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, because the Raiders sucked last year. Um, yeah. at, but lot, two years ago, that's when the Bengals played them round one, played the, mm-hmm. round, the Raiders round one. So, so it was two years ago that they you know, had an opportunity to make the playoffs, didn't, couldn't come up there. Last year, they make the playoffs, lose round one. Um, and so they're just not getting it done. I don't know. Like, What do you do with the Chargers? It's got to be Brandon Staley, right? Like, What's the issue? Yeah, I, don't I, know. I, would say, I would say that. You hit it right on the head. Also, the Quentin Johnson... Is it is it named Quentin Johnson? Johnston. T O N at the end, yeah. Johnston. Yeah. TCU. Dude, I, I another TCU player who's like, where are they? Like everybody thought, like you said, he th- everybody thought he was going to be this big. Again, he's a rookie. It's only eight games in, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's nowhere. Right. He's literally like no nowhere. Yeah. And whenever he played Alabama, didn't he go? Wasn't it Alabama? It was no, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, in the yeah, championship, wasn't he nowhere to be seen. Yeah, and that, we talked about that on the podcast because 
everybody was toting him as the number one receiver in this draft class. I'm like, dude, he just played against an NFL defense and he had like one catch. Like Jalen Rager, TCU, nothing. Oh really? Okay, I was I was gonna ask you. Nothing. I was gonna ask yep. you. You were implying TCU for some reason, and I was like, oh, I don't TCU. know. I don't know what you're talking about there. But um, yep. yeah, but that's exactly right. Where it's like, you know, yeah. For for mm-hmm. me, I'm just like you know, you got to go out there. I mean, you can't get four catches against Georgia's defense. Like you can't. Yeah, I just that was worrisome to me um, when that when I saw that, and I was like, hey, I'm not saying you don't take him in the first, you know first round or two or whatever he's a talent but in the same respect right. you gotta you gotta be able to put some numbers up um and make an impact on the game at least especially when it's the biggest game in your career that was the national championship wasn't it or like the college football playoff or something oh yeah yeah um, it was the national championship yeah and so it's like you gotta do something and so yeah that's that's a bum deal over there meanwhile addison yeah. addison is a baller due to minnesota yeah jordan oh, addison that dude, dude speaking, is good. Yes, very good. And speaking of Minnesota, this whole Josh Dobbs thing is insane. It is good for this guy. Like yeah. coming in from from a backup into now, like he's probably going to be the starter. I mean, that's why you that's why you bring him in from Arizona. Sure, is to be is to be the starter. Mm-hmm. And he comes right in and what was it? Beats the Falcons. Yeah. Like he has two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Like. Mm-hmm. When I will say the other dude, um, do you remember the other quarterback from Minnesota? I don't know off the top of my head. He's on my fantasy team though. I, I, Is it I do not. Jaron Hall? Tune? Oh, Hall. Yes. Jaron Hall. Hall. Um, yeah, Jaron Hall. That kid was good. If you watched a little bit of the play, now he's out and I think he's injured now. Um, but bummer for that guy because he was playing pretty good and he can move well. He was very fluid in the pocket and, and could get out of the pocket and whatnot. Um, I only saw him maybe like three plays. Um, so like maybe he was terrible the other plays that he played. Um, but I yeah. was like, oh man, bum deal. Like that kid's not going to get his opportunity now. Because um, yeah, Josh Dobbs came in and he did what you shouldn't. It reminded me of not quite as intense, but the Baker Mayfield last year when he gets signed to the Rams. Oh. And then that week he like leads the game winning drive. Yep. Which by the way, we got to talk about the Texans and Buccaneers game. Yes, um, yep. But the uh, it reminded me of that Baker Mayfield moment where it was like, dude, Josh Dobbs just comes in, gets the win, but plays well, all that stuff. On literally like being on the team for what like, five days? Yeah, not even. Mm-hmm. Not even. Yeah, that, that was. He's. Do you know he's literally a rocket scientist? No. Yeah. That's what so they're. What are they? Yeah. Oh, they're they're trying to. Oh shoot! I just saw it. they're trying to name him like Astro Josh, like uh-huh. a like a nickname like an astronaut Astro Josh or something like that. That's anyway, why I saw a bunch sure of booked. pictures of him like with yeah. an astronaut helmet on. Yeah. Okay. And and he's leading football team down to to win the game. Like that's insane. Stud. Yes. That's awesome. Um. Can we jump to? Texans and yes. Buccaneers, which I would have never thought we'd talk about this game. Like, <laughs> what? Did you see any of it? I uh, I just saw the score. Okay. And and the stats, and that's that's most of what I saw. I watched probably the final eight minutes of this game. Oh my goodness! I mean, these guys. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's still a dog. Don't let anybody tell you differently. That dude is. 
he still has it. Like, and I'm not saying he's going to be, you know, he was first overall pick or whatever. I'm not saying he's, you know, going to live up to that or anything like that. I'm just saying that dude is still a dog. Um, and he played great. Um, and it's unfortunate, you know, that they, they lost it, but he did everything he was supposed to do. He leads his team down, scores a game winning touchdown, essentially with 46 seconds to go. Um, Baker Mayfield, you know, throws a dime to, I think it's Otten, um, right over the top. I mean, as good as it gets, um, like the throw, um, you know, it was one of those throws where, you know, the defender's back is to him and you just throw it up over the top of the defender and the defender doesn't know the ball is coming, but it was on the money. It was a dime and, you know, game winner, super excited. And then CJ Stroud comes out and it's like th- what went through my head is like, I, this is what went through my head when CJ Stroud got it, got the ball back. Um, he's already got 420 yards, something like that. He's already got four touchdowns. Um, mm-hmm. And if he leads this game-winning drive, he's going to have close to 500 and five touchdowns. He can't do that. Um, okay, he's not going to do it. So, like, that was what was going through my head. It's like, surely this guy cannot finish with that box score, right? Because it's not like they're going to run the ball with 46 seconds sure. to go. He's If they're going to win this game, it's all passing yards. And so I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I You know, enjoy whatever. The dude just slices and dices this defense. And he was doing it before that, too. I'm telling you, this kid is... There is something there, and I didn't. I've never watched C.J. Stroud, um, never, uh, and so yeah. like I've never seen him play. I bang, uh, Cincinnati's got him this week. We we play his te- Texans I, I this week. Saw that, yeah, yeah, and so I'll get to watch him more thoroughly. But the final eight minutes of this game, C.J. Stroud is special, and I missed it. I think a lot of other people missed it. There's a lot of people who were mm-hmm. saying that Bryce Young is the guy, and maybe he will be right. Um, and you know. Justin Herbert won rookie of the year, the rookie year, because Burrow got hurt. But there's a lot of people saying that Herbert was better than Burrow that year. And now, obviously, as years have gone by, it's clear who's better. And and so maybe that's how this all pans out with CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, because they're mm-hmm. going to be compared to each other for their whole careers. Um, yeah. But right now, the talent, it's not even the talent. Um, it's there's mentality there. He's like even um, like mentally, he know it feels like he's comfortable. He knows what's happening. He knows what to do next. He's just there. He's a leader. Um, he has it. Like what you want in a quarterback, he has it. And um, I mean, I'm telling. And it wasn't like again. I, I I'm almost still like in shock by what I saw yeah, from him. But sure. you'd think with a rookie quarterback, that's you know, it's his eighth game in the league or whatever it is. You'd think that maybe if he let a game-winning touchdown drive, he's doing a bunch of these five-yard outs up the field, or you'd think he was doing a checkdowns and using timeouts and stuff like that. I think they only had one timeout, if I remember correctly, or two timeouts. Yeah. They had two timeouts. Um, I might be wrong on that too, but I think it was two. Anyway, um, he no, he's throwing 15, 18, 19-yard corner routes to the sideline, yeah. dropping dimes to his <laughs> receivers on the sidelines, like. And they're all young receivers. There's yeah. not many like, like they got a good young team. And they and they're like, did you know who Tank Dell was last year? No, I never no. heard of him. Never heard no, of him. Or, and they had Nico Collins. Nick, Nico Collins. Yep. Who's that guy? I don't know who that is. They have the dude from um, Dallas. I forget his name Some now. Brown. Some, yeah, Noah Some Brown. Brown. Noah Brown. Yeah, he's the dude that showed up. He he um, last year, like week two or whatever, when, when Cincinnati lost to Dallas. 
he was suddenly an all-pro receiver. Had like five catches for 120 <laughs> yards or something stupid. I, I might be over-exaggerating there, but it felt like that because he's a practice squad guy. Uh, last year he was, and now he's like a legitimate. He had like a buck 50 or something like that in this game. And so like nobody receivers, like the 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 running back, the young running back, um, Damian Pierce. Yeah, Damian Pierce. He's not performing up to par. Like he's averaging like three yards a carry. Like he has no help I there. He, didn't they say he was out? Oh, maybe he. I'm just saying in general, like as sure. I, like all year, Damian Pierce has yeah. been terrible. Like he's not he's not doing yeah. anything back there yet. They're still at 500 after the year they had last year, and this dude. Wit- watches his defense let up a game-winning touchdown with 46 seconds to go, and he's like, yeah, you know what? Don't worry. I got this. I'm going to use my three no-name receivers, lead my team down the field with two timeouts, and win this football game. Um, and afterwards, he gives glory to Christ. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you saw a post-game yeah. interview, but mm-hmm. totally gives all the glory to him and, and you know, um, shares the gospel in a sense. Um, uh, and it was pretty awesome. And so yeah, I, I am just... I was blown away watching the games. I was like, what the heck? And like, Mm -hmm. this kid has got it. Like, and the last person I said this about was Burrow when I watched it. And now it's not the same it factor as Burrow. I'm not trying to tout him as that. I'm just saying like, there's something about him to like. He he's, he's special. I like, I like CJ Stroud a lot. I saw the stat about CJ Stroud. He has 14 touchdowns this season. Kenny Pickett in his career has 13. Yeah. <laughs> and he has played 13 games, CJ Strauss, but 13 games less than Unreal. Uh, Kenny Pickett. Right. Crazy. And Absolutely do you know, crazy. do you know off the top of your head how many inter- interceptions? CJ Stroud has like maybe what? One. Okay. He has one. Yeah. I was going to say he has like no interceptions or something. Yeah. He it's has, crazy. He has one. Dude, and tech. D'Amico Ryans has to be coach of the year. He's a defensive guy. What, what's he doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is, he's totally going against the grain. He's a defensive guy or, yep. or their offensive coordinator head coaching job or something like mm-hmm. it's so mind boggling what's happening there. And, and again, going back to the interceptions, one interception again, I can't communicate enough. This guy is not throwing Zach Wilson checkdowns. He's right. throwing 30 yard dimes across the middle of the field. Like mm-hmm. it's, so unbelievable what he's doing, in my opinion. Like, it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's since Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. Like Patrick Mahomes was the last guy we saw doing this, and he wasn't even a rookie. He was it was like his second year, where you're right. just like, dude, this isn't this guy new? Like, why does he seem to be already better than everybody else on the field? Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And that's what he's doing. It's it's mind boggling, cool. especially like it's, you said, D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah, he's a defensive guy. What the heck? Yep, I think. After, um, so going into next week, uh, I don't know the Giants rookie quarterback, DeVito, 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 whatever. Yeah, Danny DeVito. That guy. Not Danny he, DeVito. It, yeah, it's not. No, it's not Danny, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's the actor. Tommy DeVito. Yeah, it, there you go. <laughs> 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 that was so bad. I owe you my top five Danny. Can you see now. Danny DeVito? Can you see Danny DeVito running onto the field yeah. being a quarterback? <laughs> he might be better than Tommy DeVito, to be honest. That's a good point. Good point. He he would probably have more than negative nine yards. <laughs> yeah. um, Got a rushing touchdown though. But he is projected to start next week. I think it said if that's the case, then ten rookie quarterbacks are going to start next week. Oh or, wow! Sorry, ten quarterbacks will probably start this season. That's the most that's ever happened in the NFL. Wow. 
yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. How, I mean, and most, uh, I wouldn't say most of them. Some of them are playing very, very well. So, Do you think, I asked this question, you know, on, on our Marco Polo chat, but take your, obviously they're in the NFC East and their rival yours, but take that out of it. You're biased there. Um, should the Giants go and sign a quarterback such as a Cam Newton or Colin Kaepernick or anybody else that's off the side like obviously you're yes. not going to sign Andrew Luck or Philip Rivers they're going to only come if they ever come back it's for a championship team right correct but I'm talking quarterbacks that still feel like they can play that want the opportunity to show that they can play like a Cam Newton and Colin Kaepernick those guys would mm-hmm. sign in the heartbeat especially in New York where they get all the publicity I feel like that's that's the spot so mm-hmm. as the giant or not you as a giant but like if sure. you are the Giants would you do that should you do that? Oh, I, would, I mean, I would think you should go get somebody else. I somebody mean, else as in like, well, can't, well, what I'm saying, like Cam Newton? But here's the thing, though. They're 2-7. and seven. I think they're tanking now. There's no way that they're going to come back and make the playoffs. So I think if you go and get them, I mean, obviously I think everybody wants to win. But I think you would have a better chance to win and if you brought probably somebody else in. Because they're not winning with these quarterbacks. Like you've already watched them, some of them play. They don't look very good. Now, I don't know, unless they want to be relevant, like if they want people to know them, if they want to be relevant, like, oh, hey, look, come watch like Cam Newton and the Giants. Maybe to try to bring people in, maybe that's what they need to do. But, I mean, I think they're they're in the tanking stage. Like, Yeah, I mean, Caleb Williams is sitting right there. Why would Caleb yes. Williams not want to go and play in New York, right? Um, sure, absolutely. But I think that like, you know who gets the crappy end of the stick is Saquon Barkley. Because last last week when Dan- Why does he want to be there? What? Why, like, I, honestly, my question is, why does he want to be? Because they keep saying that he wants to be there. Like, I th- he wants. He does not want to be traded. Like, I think he has the, the, I think he has this Damian Lillard syndrome where it's super nice guy. Um, put, put, um, put the team before myself, which is all honorable. But in the same respect, you're a running back in the NFL. He just, last time Tommy DeVito was playing in that game um, uh, against the Jets last week, he they ran the ball 38 times with Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. And so what they are going to run that man into the ground. They're going to completely crush his career where he's unable to yep. do anything if, if they continue to do that. That dude... He is not, even when he came into the league, he was not built, I don't believe, to be a 30, 30 carry running back. He was a bell, bell cow in the sense of like 30 touches is fine, but 30 yeah. carries, he's also catching the ball out of the backfield. Like, like that was 38 just carries. That didn't even count is, yeah. the times that he actually caught the ball. And so, mm-hmm. like, you can't give this guy the ball 40 plus times in today's NFL. Um, and like, and expect him to stay healthy, let alone have a good career. Like, it's just like, so for me, and, and then as this is New York, we're talking about, right? If they come out yeah. here and they, they play Tommy DeVito and he comes out and he throws for 30 yards and no touchdowns with two interceptions, and stuff like that. What do you, what, what product are you putting on the field? Like you got to put something there. Right. And they, they have so, Dallas this week. <laughs> I mean, come on, yeah. like this is, they're going to get ripped to shreds. Yeah, and they they already lost to him with Daniel Jones forty to zero, right at home. Now oh, they're I forgot going about that. to Dallas. 
They're going to Dallas with that team. And Dallas. The is Giants crazy. are terrible. The Giants just lost to the freaking Raiders. Bad. They got rid of their their head coach, and they got rid of their offensive coordinator, and I think they got rid of their GM. And Aiden O'Connell is their starting quarterback. Yeah. What the? What is that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like. You have to do something, right? You have to show that, like, you're at least trying to come back to life. See, I've I've never experienced anything like what's going on with the Giants or even what the Bengals experienced before Joe Burrow. Well, we had one bad season, mm-hmm. but like, like we had a bad season, but we were competitive in games. The Giants are not even competitive. No, like they're, they're barely they just scoring. Like they're, how, like, for me, I I don't know what I would do as a fan if the Eagles put out a product like that. Start rooting for somebody else. Literally, because (laughs) it's not fun to watch. Like what? Like that Jets game probably was the worst game I've ever heard heard of. I didn't watch it, Mm -hmm. but what they say twenty four punts last week. Then you have what they put out in the product of the the uh, Raiders last or yesterday, or what was it Sunday? Like, how do you root for a fan? How do you root for a team like that? Something up top needs like the whole thing needs to be blown up. Mm -hmm. Everything, Mm -hmm. literally, like. GM, get a new owner. I don't know. I don't even know who the owner is. Right. And it's so unfortunate because Dable is so good. I, he's totally getting yes. the brunt of all of it. Um, he's getting the blame. Everybody's blaming Dable. And I'm like, dude, just 12 months ago, he was the savior, savior of New York. And yep. like, and he's a great coach still, obviously. He's, you know, the fact that he led that team to a, a, a playoff team last year. Um, and Josh, the work he did with Josh Allen before that, like he, he can coach some football. Um, but man, what a what a bad situation there in New York, and I th- yeah. The reason I asked the question is because like you have to show some signs of life, and like I'd rather have it as a fan. I'd rather at least try and sign somebody and fail terribly with that person, rather than just ride out Tommy DeVito, and you know put Saquon put Saquon Barkley yeah. in in the dirt, you know, and so. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know. Um, yeah. But that, that, yeah, the Giants got me a bit uh, interested for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, but going back to the Raiders. So I found this really interesting about, so this is Josh Daniels being fired. Mm-hmm. And this happened uh, the night that they played the Lions Thursday Night Football. <laughs> so this is from Ari Mirov at My Sports Update. Um before firing Josh Daniels, the Raiders had a team meeting where the players directed their frustration at McDaniels and unloaded on him. McDaniels had Antonio Pierce speak on his behalf, and Pierce brought up the Giants' 07 team that beat the undefeated Patriots, explaining how their team believed that they could beat anyone. Pierce said the Raiders need, need that mindset. All the players loved it, except Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels told Pierce that everyone, when everyone left, don't ever talk about the Patriots like that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's when everybody saw how divided the building was, and the owner, and the owner, Mark Davis, wanted Pierce as his head coach. They said that that happened before the the Lions game, and then they got torched, I believe, by the Lions, and by firing Josh McDaniels, um, it cost it cost Davis, the owner cost him 85 million dollars well is it is it ju- i saw guaranteed money i saw the 85 million but is is that for just mcdaniels or is that 
Okay, I saw something yep. that said that they're paying 80 plus million dollars for both John Gruden and McDaniels. Like I, for, well, I didn't know that. I just I just see that it said it cost them nearly 85 million dollars. Yeah, so and, with uh, the, with the firing of their GM McDaniels because they fired the GM too when they fired McDaniels and then mm-hmm. McDaniels and then uh the few years ago when they fired John Gruden. They're yeah. still paying all three. And it totals upwards to eighty-five to one hundred million dollars for all three of them, and they're going to be paying them for a couple of years yet. And yeah, yeah, what a mess. Yeah, well, but then and then it said Mark Mark Davis went around and apologized to certain players for quote unquote wasting their season. Not yet. Like you got time. I know, dude, I know they play the Jets Sunday night football. Yep. Yeah, I mean you got yeah. time. Look Did at you, the, do you look hear at the that? lines. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Sunday I didn't realize what football, you said. Yeah, the Jets and Raiders are playing. They two was it last week? Um, there was an opportunity to, to flex the game out. Yeah, and the NFL decided not to. I don't know why they're not doing the flex. Like, what's the point of having that little flex rule thing if you're not going to utilize it? They did that earlier this year. Who wants they, like literally? This is what you watched what the Jets could do last night. Mm-hmm. You saw what the Jets could do the week before, and the week before offensively. Why does anybody want to watch that on Sunday night football? Other than watching I'm that so, defense, right? Exactly. That's the only reason. Yeah. And the Raiders. Yeah. Now you're just watching for Antonio Pierce. The Raiders are not that great of a team. I think Antonio Pierce is what brought them and the Giants suck. So the Reds, I mean, there's a reason the Raiders did. I don't know. It's going to be weird. Yeah. That's all I can say. It's I also did not like, did you see the post-game locker room in the, for I Las Vegas? Uh, yeah, like they won a championship. Smoking cigars. Yeah, all this stuff. Yes. I'm like, dude. You beat just so you know you beat the New York Giants. Like, mm-hmm. don't know if you know who those guys are, but they're like a college football team, and so like they're really yeah. bad. And I don't mean that as any disrespect. They're injured, right? Like they were a playoff team last year, but that mm-hmm. team sucks right now, and I don't mm-hmm. think anybody's you know debating that. And so, yeah, you have went they out never there. Won before. Yeah, right. The Raiders. It's, like the, it's, it's the you know Timberwolves thing that they did a few years ago, and the. What I said was the whole Coach Prime thing earlier this year, which, by the way, we haven't talked about in weeks. Whatever happened to that, yeah. you know? And so, like, sorry, you know, things, <laughs> no, like things like that, where it's just that's exactly. No, 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 no. I'm saying that they're sorry, not sorry that we haven't talked about it. I'm saying they are sorry. Oh, they are sorry. Yeah, but yeah, it's like, sorry. yeah, it's like, it, well, exactly right. You know, they win one game, and then suddenly the whole nation is focused on them. Like, what's going to happen when they're four and four? Well. Nobody's going to talk about them anymore. And that's exactly where we are, you know, and, and four and yep. four, five and four, whatever they are now. It doesn't matter. They're not going to do anything this mm-hmm. year, you know, as far as I don't think they're going to make a bowl game. Um, I, I don't know, actually. But yep. nonetheless, um, <laughs> man, we're talking about a bunch of teams that we would have never. Nobody Buccaneers, even. Texans, Raiders, Raiders, Giants, Jets. I don't know why I went so long on Jets. Yuck. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> it's fun to talk about teams that, you know. Whatever, because, you know, these are teams that are interesting. You know, we could talk mm-hmm. about the, the Ravens and, and these these teams that, you they're know, are, are making – Yeah, they're, they're all good and whatnot. But I think there's some fascinating things happening, happening on teams that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily going to make noise this year. So right. um, true. I'm interested in that. Speaking of teams that are making noise, tell us about uh, your Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. How they uh, played against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, we've been playing – I think that this is – um, you know, you can kind of look at the past few games that we've had. Um, we've had a couple really good wins. Um, you know, we had a good 
tough grinded out win against Seattle, go into the bye week, come back, um, and, you know, play San Francisco and then, you know, finish that out with a, um, tough game against Buffalo. And so you look at all three, if you would have told me we'd had a three game winning streak, you know, against three playoff teams, three teams that like legitimately could be playing for the Lombardi trophy, right? Like maybe Seattle's not there. Um, it depends on how high you are on them, but, um, but I think that the other two are definitely Super Bowl contenders. And I I mean, I, I think we thoroughly beat both of those teams. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, as far as th- this is this is sort of the whole thing. I told you right before we went on this little run, I think I was talking to you even on this podcast. It was either on the podcast or not. But I'd said people are bashing the Bengals and they're saying, you know, Burrow has lost it. He's not that guy, all this stuff, right? And I wanted to defend. I didn't believe it. I wanted to defend them. But what my line was, was, Joe, you got to show me something. You got to give me something. So you got to give me some sort of ammunition to be able to say something back. Because at that point, we had nothing. I mean, you were yeah. awful. And so it was a frustrating <laughs> bef- like beginning of the year. I mean, it was terrible. And so like, for me, I was just like, we got to give her something. And then sure enough, that's when, you know, we played Arizona, which sort of was the coming out a little bit, but it was Arizona, right? We followed that up with a win against Seattle and then so on. And, 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 you know, we, you know, we, I say we, but Bengals nation, I guess we. you could say, you, you are we. yeah, but like Bengals <laughs> nation, I guess was talking about, um, you know, if we can just get to 500 by the bye week we can get there. Right. And then sure enough, we get to three and three by the bye week And then, but then again, we're staring face to face with San Francisco and mm-hmm. Buffalo, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, there's no way we're going to be able to run this gauntlet right and come out the other side with no losses. And sure enough, we do. And again, I think I'm yeah. most impressed with the um, the way that we won both games. I felt like we went in there. It wasn't like we came back from behind. We had to fight whatever. We thoroughly controlled and handled each game um, mm-hmm. fully. And so, especially the San Francisco game, I was excited about. We match up really well against Buffalo. They actually need to do something. Like I don't understand why they're not changing stuff. They play, yeah, a zone defense all the time, which Burrow picks apart. So you can't necessarily play it. now. Burrow is really good against man's uh, man, man coverage too. But like he he's the best quarterback statistically against zone, and Buffalo plays the most zone in the league. And so it's like okay, we met, we just match up well against them and which is why we always, you know, whatever. But I'm really impressed with with our, you know, um, you know, number one, the offense is there. The offense still has some hiccups. They need to get some stuff together. We could be putting up 40-plus points with the way we're playing. Um, unfortunately, we're not. We, we sputter a little bit. Um, sure. And But the defense is playing lights out. I mean, we're forcing turnovers. Um, Cam Taylor-Britt is really making a name for himself. I've been saying this for a few weeks now. Um, I, I think he should be in the Pro Bowl this year. Um, he's really playing good football. I, you can make a case that Logan Wilson should be in the Pro Bowl. Trey Hedrickson should be in the Pro Bowl. Um, and our safeties are not playing poorly in the sense like that was the big question mark about our defense this year because Bates left and Von Bell left. It's like, okay, are we going to be able to secure that back into the defense? Um, and sure enough, they are. And so um, playing well. And then obviously you go back to Burrow and Burrow's just, he's he's lights out right now um, where he's yep. he's just, you know, I think two separate times he was at, he, he completed 15 straight completions or more. One time he was at 19 straight completions during a game. And so 
he's just he's just locked in on another level um and so i'm excited um he's getting it like i heard uh Ryan Clark and and th- we've talked about this before about Burrow and you know we obviously we've talked about him a ton but one of my favorite things is something that you know Ryan Clark had brought up uh, on ESPN and he said if you watch the um the press conferences from the Bengals on week 3 and the Bengals now that they're at 5 and 3 the situation is completely different, right? What's going on outside, but yet Burrow is the exact same, and mm-hmm. and so he's acting the exact same no matter what's going on, and that's that's what is so like. I don't want to say maybe scary or like. It's wild, like as an opponent, yeah. it's like, dude, that guy. I don't know what to do with that guy. Like this whole thing, where like no matter whether he's winning or losing, or whether he throws a touchdown or not, like he's the same guy, like. That's weird. That creeps me out. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'd be thinking if I was like a, a defender. So I'm excited for where we're at. I think that we, we could beat anybody, which I knew we could be at the beginning of the year. Um, obviously we weren't showing it. We were losing to yeah. Tennessee by three touchdowns, but I, I think that we could beat anybody now. Yeah. You guys look strong. It looks scary. It looks scary. Yeah. Not on this side. We'll see. We don't play, we don't play a Philly this year. Um, we played the. We swept the no. the NFC West. You swept the West. The West, yeah. Cardinals. NFC West. Cardinals, Rams, um, Niners, and Seahawks. Oh, we play the West as well. So we have the Niners coming up. We have the Seahawks coming up. Okay. We actually have the Bills coming up. Okay. We have the Chiefs coming up. Wow, we have like yeah, the same same opponents. The same exact schedule. Yeah, I was going to say. Same exact yeah. I, was, I think it's because uh, you guys won your division. We mm-hmm. won our division, so you played the hardest. Yep. The hardest games next week. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Next next year. But so how about man. the how about the Eagles? Dude, that that I I, I was I almost died. I, I almost died, and I'm not even an Eagles fan or a Cowboys <laughs> fan. I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, what's good? Does anybody want to win this game? Like, <laughs> so in the beginning, like we I felt like we looked okay, like in the beginning of the game, like we kept the game. Um, it was like I think it got to a point of seven seven. And then, um, and then the Cowboys went up fourteen to seven, and it was a little like, like our defense couldn't felt like couldn't stop them at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean we had a couple of stops here and there, but um, Dak just picked us apart. Like again, our weakness is the middle of the field, and they ate in the middle of the field. They played really well. All, all you got to do, you put. Uh, we don't have like our slot corners are terrible are not very good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say terrible. They're not very good. But you put CD lamb, who is a slot player. He'll go off for 191 yards, yeah. which is what he did. Yeah. You, and you put, um, their tight end Ferguson. Mm-hmm. He, he had a great game too. Like, um, but there was a couple, um, yeah. I, I mean, offensively, I still feel like we're a really good offensive team. Sometimes we have to get things together. Sometimes the play calling is a little suspect. Um, but I think also a lot has to do with Jalen Hurts' knee. He's been wearing a brace on his left knee, and he does not run very – he's not going and running like he did last year. Wait, like so he'll do it if he needs to. When did he hurt that? I thought he hurt it in that uh, game. He hurt it in uh, – they said it's a bone bruise that he had a couple weeks ago. Okay. So people kept asking him about it, like, how's your knee, how's your knee, and he never answered. He just would stand up and leave. He would laugh. He would just laugh, and he's like, I'm out here. <laughs> like, I'm going to keep playing. 
Um, so then in the game, he had a tweak. He went, I think he went to plant and um, DeMarcus Lawrence kind of tweaked it, moved it to the, to the left. And everybody was like, oh crap. Like that's where you tear your ACL. That's where something terrible happens. And not going to lie, I was freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got up, run off. And that was in the, so that was the end of the first half. The Eagles were down 14, 10, 17, 14. I don't know. They were down by three, I believe. Oh, it was 14, 17. Yeah. And uh, so we get in the second half and Jalen Hurts comes out. Like the crowd roars. They saw him run on the field. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I don't want to say it. He's like the, the savior of the team. He's not, <laughs> obviously. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Anyway, you know what I mean. Anyway. Yeah, so like he's when, Burrow, out, when Burrow came back the, the year after he broke his knee. And so. Yes. It feels, yeah, yes. you, you you feel, you know who's your best player and you know yeah, when they come back he, on the field. Exactly. Yep. And at the Pokes game press, press conference, um, Aaron Andrews asked him, what, what was it like, like coming back after the knee? He's like, I got to, I do anything for this city and this fan base. I got like, I got to keep going. That's my quarterback. That's the quarterback. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so we went right down the field in the opening drive, went down the field, scored a touchdown, which was great. Um, and then, uh, we got a field goal and then we were up like 11 with eight minutes left. And like, I felt confident, like just don't let them score. And literally we were outscored in the fourth or out yardaged in the fourth quarter, like 163 to 14. Like our offense was gone. Mm. Like we had like two or three, three and outs. Like you said that was the fourth quarter. That was the fourth quarter. Okay. Because we could not like, we, I was like, just get a first down. Like we need first downs to keep this going. And they just wanted to run the clock out and run the ball and we weren't able to run the ball like the whole game for most of the game at least um so then so that's how they dallas kept getting the ball back they kept getting within like the 10 yard line and they Mm -hmm. like so they got within our 10 yard line three times and only scored six points in the fourth quarter yeah that's off to our defense good job but anyway i mean it was a game of inches that played ferguson to play to Ferguson, the yeah. guy, he caught the ball. His knee was down, but the ball was on the one-yard line, and it would have been a touchdown. That was fourth down. Then they scored a touchdown, and then Dak ran the ball to the, the pylon. Uh, yeah. He went for a two-point two mm-hmm. conversion. He ran the ball around the outside, dove, but his toe was on the line out, out of bounds. So that two-point conversion didn't count. Yep. Um, so then they got the ball again because we couldn't get a first down and then literally there was a passer like they had the ball on their own tw- on their own 15 with 40 seconds left yep. you know or 40 seconds you're like we should be okay first play pass interference james bradbury who had a terrible game <laughs> terrible game mm-hmm. then the next play it was a, like a 10 yard out route to ferguson but wait hassan reddick pushed uh, Prescott in the back, 15 more yards. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, do you want to win this game? <laughs> Literally, that's what it feels like. It felt like they just wanted to give it to him on a silver platter. And they and they moved the ball with penalties all the way up. They had 20 seconds left, and they had the ball inside. I, I believe it was on the six-yard line. The Cowboys had it on the six-yard line with 20 seconds left. And I'm like, we lost this game. We literally just lost this game because you guys fell apart. And then the Cowboys started to fall apart, which is okay with me. Mm-hmm. They 
uh, there was two. Brandon Graham had two huge sacks. Yep. They had two penalties. A hold. I think a holding penalty and a false start penalty. Yeah. Yep. And moved them back. No, sorry, not holding. It's a delay, delay of game. Yeah, I was going to say delay, delay of game. game yeah, yep. Yep. And they moved them all the way back to like the thirty yard line. Yeah, that's right. Yep. With five, and then they did a play, and there was there was like what fifteen seconds left, and they tried to run. They did a fake spike to try to get the Eagles off guard, which was not really the wisest, wisest thing. I thought, I thought that was wasting a lot of time. Wait, was that what they, they were doing? Back in that, the that play yeah, when, when they should have spiked it. Yes. It was a fake spike. Really? Cause they got the ball all the way up there and they went, they're like, throw spike, spike. So they fake spiked it and he bombed it down and threw it out of bounds. Yeah. So then they only had five seconds and left. wasted. Yeah. Eight seconds off the clock or whatever doing that. Yeah. Correct. Yep. And then, yeah. And then they could, they, they got the ball like I prevent defense frustrates me so much. I hate prevent defense because we rushed three. You're giving Dak Prescott so much time. Yeah, we have everyone what, in we the have, back end. <laughs> we have eight in the yeah. back of the end zone. But mm-hmm. do you know how many games you've seen where people do the prevent and everybody's like, oh, you got this. You got this. You got this. Mm-hmm. Nobody feels somebody forgets. Somebody forgets an assignment. Yeah. And then they score a touchdown. Well, I saw we only rushed here. I was like, crap, like. He's gonna have all the time in the world. They threw the ball, which uh, we've talked about this before. Like, if you need a if you need a first down, why do you throw it short of the first down? Right. Well, he threw it short of the touchdown, and then literally he was gang tackled. Yeah, yeah. On the when he caught it, though, I was like, because when he initially caught it, like when you're watching a game and like the ball, you know, it's obviously going through the air, and you first see C.D. Lamb catch the ball. Mm-hmm. I was like, no one was really around. Yeah, there. I was like, he's right there, like he's got. And then suddenly they're collapsing on him and whatnot. I'm like, oh no! Like there was like a like literally a quarter second where I was like, mm-hmm. oh no! He could out because I think he's faster than everybody out there. Mm-hmm. So I think he could out outrun them around. Yeah, but. And then I was waiting for a stupid lateral somewhere in there. And then anyway, it was my heart dropped a little bit. <laughs> my oh. brother sent me a uh, photo that said uh, that has a picture of the Eagles and has a small section that says, yes, can't wait for the game. Yeah. Then in the middle of the game, it says, I hate this team. I'm going to die. <laughs> and then on the little at the end, it says toward the end of the game, I love this team. We won. Yeah. Great. We <laughs> That's <won>. literally <laughs> what it felt like. So, yep. um, of all of that, I mean, we go into a bye week this week, mm-hmm. which is great because our team is hurt. Yeah, We're, Dallas Goddard's out for like four weeks. What a big loss, man! I saw it when when I saw it happen. You were watching it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when he went down and the way he was like sitting there, I was like, "Yeah, that looks like a break." Like like the way he's holding his arm, he's not moving it. Like I've seen people break their arms mm-hmm. before. I'm like, that looks like a break. And yeah, so, so he, I was like, he'll be out. I don't know if he's going on IR, so if he has surgery, he'll be out for the Chiefs game, the 49ers game, and the Bills game. Those three. And then if the fourth game, it would be the Dallas Cowboys. So he would be missing all four of those games, which would stink. Who's the backup? Brent Selleck? <laughs> oh, we could bring him back. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Stoll, so That's said? a loss. Jack Stoll, yeah. We signed somebody from the Broncos, and we went and got uh, Katrera or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. By the way, dude, the 49ers got Chase Young. Which, by the way, uh, remember in the beginning of the year, I'm going to toot my own horn here. I had a bold prediction 
that he was going to be playing in the playoffs, but not for the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Looks to be that that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Um, I don't know. At the moment, I think are they in the playoff hunt? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was. I think they're still winning the division, right? I think Seattle is. No, Seattle just lost to to Baltimore, right? Oh, you're right. It's five and three. Yeah, yep, I, th- I think they're tied, there. but yeah, they have a tiebreaker or something. Yeah. Um, it, San Francisco will be fine. Um, they'll, they'll be there, but the um, yeah, I, I was of all teams that were going to land Chase Young. I didn't think it was going to be San Francisco like that. Like, like they're already loaded yeah. up front, and so yeah, um, that's pretty wild for the NFC. Bummer for you guys. You know, obviously you got to play him in the regular, play okay. them in the regular season, and yeah, right, a third time. Which is so interesting. I didn't realize that you guys already played him twice, but yep. then you guys, you guys will probably play him four times because I mean, chances if we are play him in the game, in the playoffs. I'm sure you guys meet in the playoffs too. Like, right? It's who else in the NFC is really a contender? I mean, you have Dallas there, but they're Dallas gonna, could potentially literally. So this but they're going to fizzle the come January. Right now. Yeah, literally, this is the standings. You have the Eagles one, Detroit two, 49ers Ooh. three. Saints at four. Then you have Seattle for your wild card, Dallas for your other wild card, and you have Minnesota. Yeah, I saw that as number eight. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe De- uh, Detroit. I'm just talking about like, hey, who has a chance to be in the NFC Championship game? Right. I don't think that you know. I don't think Dallas is going to be there. I don't think Seattle after this at this point of the year. I would have picked them to be, not picked them, but I wouldn't have been surprised of them going to the NFC Championship game at the beginning of the year. But at this point, I'm not putting them there. Um, Geno mm-hmm. Smith, he's not regressing hard, but he's regressing a bit. Um, he's not quite as good as he was last year. So, um, yeah, I think you guys play San Francisco again NFC Championship game. Uh, yeah, I just hope we're st- I just hope we're healthy and we just play the way we know how to play. Mm-hmm. that's it so it's a very important very important uh bye week for us just to get healthy yep so if we can get if we like if we can get home field advantage again that would be awesome that's what yeah. i'm hoping for but gotta watch out for those lions lions are right behind us yep All right, thanks so much for joining us again here. Um, we're here again in the morning. I don't think we noted it. Maybe people, I wonder if people, whoa. Oh, there's my alarm. Time, Time to wake to get up. up. Look at that. I'm already awake. Look at that. I'm just so onto it. <laughs> there you go. You're having a great day. What everybody else doesn't know is that you were late to podcasting. I was. <laughs> totally, to, totally <laughs> outed you. I to know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> totally outed you. Throw you right under the bus. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll continue mm-hmm. to, to do these little morning sessions. These are fun. And, um, I enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah, this, this was fun. We had our longest segment, if you were listening. Maybe some some of our loyal listeners probably noticed, but <laughs> this episode is essentially one full, like no cuts, yeah. right? Like there's nothing. Right, and so it's just total <laughs> raw conversation. So, um, yeah. Oh, since you, I just want to real quick, since you outed me on, you know, not waking up. Oh, man. Uh, on time. Sorry for beating you this week. Oh, <laughs> shoot. He did get me. Brandon beat me in fantasy football, and the worst thing is that it was the Dynasty League, 
which I was good. <laughs> but I, the, the thing that sucks about this is my quarterback situation. Jaron yeah, Hall I'm sorry about that. goes down. I got Deshaun Watson, who's just a joke right now. <laughs> Desmond Ritter gets benched. Lawrence on a bye week. And then whoever Toon is, Clayton Toon mm-hmm. from Arizona, I'm going to cut him. He got me 1.12 yeah. points or whatever, and, and he's not going to play again anyway. So <laughs> Kyler Murray's coming back. And meanwhile, your quarterbacks, you got Jalen Hurts, Josh. Josh Allen, and now freaking Kyler Murray. If you want a quarterback, I have a plethora of quarterbacks. So just give me your whole team, and I'll be good to go. My whole team for Jalen Hurts? No, Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here with that crap. Maybe I'll send you something. We'll see. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. See you guys.